So, most fucked up thing you've ever seen at a gig? Most fucked up thing? Oh, we we saw some guy like get his hand sliced by like some knife. Yeah. Why? Oh, I know do? that show. Uh, what was it like Unit Unit C? Unit C. I don't know. It wasn't Unit B. It was it was, it was some weird C. some weird warehouse, and this guy wanted to have us play with a bunch of random bands. I think we were the only punk band, and it, the owner of the ho- of the place was starting shit with people at the door and um i guess he got into a fight or some shit and like he comes we're, we're we're in the back playing pool and um he comes out to the back and he shows us like his bones sticking out of his hand and shit like and then like he starts moving it and like you could see like the bone going in and out of his uh, hand i think oh, that's the craziest was, shit oh, yeah it was nasty yeah, gross. fuck that guy though. He deserved it. Yeah, he, he, he was, was a dick. Yeah, he was lie. shaking my friend and saying the N word. Fuck him. Yeah, he, uh, he was a dick. This week's episode of Exotic Avocado. And this t- week's topic. <laughs> what? Wait, and this. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Exotic Avocado. I'm Jess and I'm here with Icy Drew, Bianca, and the, and the music you just heard is by Chemical X, and that song is titled Go Ninja Go. Yes, and that was recorded um, here at the Ice Cave. Uh, this week, so that was pretty sweet. All right, so what's been going on these last two weeks, guys? Um, nothing much. I mean, I played a show, um, and 
at Omar's restaurant. You know, Omar from Los Boulevards, he plays bass. Alexander's uh, in Compton. Yeah. Home of the big-ass tortas and burritos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it went, went pretty well. I know. So yeah. uh, what did you enjoy about it or how would you feel about it? Because you're experimenting, right? Right. So talk to me about your experimenting. Um, that night, my good friend Danny G was supposed to play with me, but he got called into work. So it was Fucking just guy puts I work know. before art. So you know, it was just me and a drum machine. Um, that's what I'm doing nowadays. Still trial and error, I think. But um, overall, it went well. I was I was happy with it, and it seemed like everyone else was too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Omar just said some good things about it. Um, that was cool. What did you have going on, Bianca? Um, I just drank most of the time. What was the best thing you drank in the last two weeks? Oh, man. Um, I wish I could remember. Just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, like I, I, I usually get the same thing, which is just like wine or beer or like uh, I carry like a little bottle of liquor with me, you know. <laughs> so you're just like, like what I always get wine or beer. <laughs> bit, everything. Sometimes I have a little bit of liquor. It's like it, yeah, but like it's more like the places that I go to that that I find interesting. Like last time I went to melody lounge um for noche romantica which is where they play like a lot of like oldies but in spanish so you'll hear like a cover of like the rolling stones but like in spanish and it's just really cool and then they play like cumbias and i think like just a couple of times out of here you know do you uh, get on the dance floor when you go hell yeah but it, the thing about that place is is really tight like on the times that i've been there whenever i go for that event like the pack floor is the pack floor the dance floor is packed like, like it's so if tight you haven't lost like your virginity you're i'm gonna like lose dick it. to butt <laughs> you're gonna like lose yeah. Your second number. yeah yeah it's like dick to butt in there and so like you gotta kind of just make your way through but um we were only there for a little bit and then we went to footsies i've never been to footsies that place is super cute inside and then they were playing like oldies as well but um more like uh how do i explain it Kind of more like, uh, I guess, like Rosie rhythm and, and blues and rockabilly these? type of thing. Oh, okay. That type of stuff. And then, uh, but also some garage music, but it was really cool. Uh, it was fun. I had fun anyways. <laughs> That's cool. Well, yeah. And what did I do? Oh, okay. Well, let me let you know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, we finally put out the, I guess it's a Los Boulevards uh, first segment here. But we also put out the Los Boulevards video. Uh, the Dr. Satan one and that was it was actually pretty fun to shoot um, I don't know how would you guys think about that video I thought the beginning was funny because you hear that and the cars the tires are moving and I was just like I had to watch it like I think two or three times because at first I didn't really I like everything kind of just went by so fast for me I don't know maybe that's just me that I didn't I need I need to time to process things like but like i was just like wait why was there a deer what's going on like that's but that's me but it was it was fun <laughs> like it was just funny like some parts was like, yeah goodness. it was supposed to be fun i think i don't know right um i love the red background how it would go like from the i guess the theme of the video like horror 
but then it would go to like the red background with yeah. them singing. That was really cool. That, that was really that well was done. me right Yeah, there. like it didn't focus on one thing for too long. You know, it kind of went back and forth. Yeah. Good mixture. Th- that was all me. I couldn't let Omar dictate everything. <laughs> but uh, no, um, the funny thing though is when we were shooting. So Paul from the Pantheons is the wrestler in the video, right? And we're shooting like Bipolarte, who was playing like the evil doctor guy. He's there and he's all like, and we're just giving him shit. So, but he was using like a real fucking hammer. And which was kind of like, okay, whatever, you know, he's not really going to hit him. But then he fucking took out, like, a machete, dude. And he would get real close to that fucking machete. And I'm just like, dude, don't harm the star, you know? Like, yeah. he's got to play July 1st. <laughs> but, <it's laughs> like, but uh, yeah, so he would get, like, super close to that machete, dude. And it, it was just like, fuck, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know, like, may- maybe we should have thought about it. Because it was, like, a real machete, like no dull blade or anything probably like omar's grandpa was using it earlier in the day or some shit you know so it was that and then for some reason like people arte kept on his torture scenes he kept trying to do stuff to like paul's nuts you know like like i I left a lot of it out but it'd be like oh i'm gonna drill you and i'm gonna drill your nuts you know oh i'm gonna hit you with a machete and i'm gonna hit the machete on your nuts it's a metaphor just shit like that like oh i'm gonna hit you with the hammer and i'm gonna hit your dick with the hammer and it was just like Man, you go for a lot of this cockplay, you know? It's probably, like, a metaphor, you know? Like, the his nuts, like, represent some kind of, like, you know, part of masculinity or something. That he just wasn't able to have, right? Or, yeah. like, he's just like, that's where I'm attacked, the, where you love it yourself the most, you know? Yeah. Or he's trying to increase <laughs> his masculinity with every... Or maybe that's the whole captures. doctor thing, yeah. That's that. Maybe that's his whole thing, you know? Like, uh, Henry Rollins, he, he did this horror movie whatever and he's like a serial killer that collects people's eyes maybe that's this doctor's thing maybe he collects people's balls that'd be sweet if not that should be a movie or a porno it's panning in i got collector. it <laughs> <Trademark>. porno <laughs> the ball collector oh my god <laughs> i must have these nuts <laughs> but uh <laughs> all right so uh we have another song coming up and it's uh white walls um yeah, so it's another song by Chemical X, straight out of Fullerton, uh, and it's called White Walls. So we'll take a break. We'll be back. What is punk rock to you? Like, what does it mean to you? Honestly, like, not giving a fuck. Like, <laughs> just doing what you want to do. That's that's what punk means to me. That's what it's always meant to me. Nothing, nothing more. I don't want to, like dig too deep into fucking anything you know like it started off as music and now everyone wants to turn it into this political thing which i mean obviously it did start off as like it started off politically but like now it's just like everyone wants to define it so hard it's just like just listen to the music you know to me it's fast aggressive and loud and i guess punk for people it's just like you can do whatever the fuck you want until your parents start calling I'm gonna hit your care, I'll make you a man Click clack with the gap in the back I'm gonna 
songs called white walls um we also interviewed chemical x they're a band from fullerton um the interview went really well we talked about um the punk scene in general in fullerton being a punk in general um coolest things that stole yeah what else yeah it, went, it yeah, was awesome it was those guys were really cool hood. so yeah so yeah they, they were they were really fun. I can honestly say that I had a lot of fun uh, recording that. Right. Uh, it's a lot of fun mixing. Yeah, and it was very easy, too, to kind of record them. Yeah. They knew what they wanted. And I know I was telling you yesterday, um, it was actually refreshing, even though, like, you know, you would think punk is straightforward. I mean, I guess it is straightforward, but um, I had, had a lot of fun with them. Yeah, it did. And, like, the weird things, like, I met them, like, a year and a half ago. And I got their demo from them along with, like, two stickers uh, that they gave me. And I had this demo around. I play it from time to time. And the funny thing was that, you know, they don't really want those demos out there anymore. But, uh, yeah, so I just always had it around. I was, just, like, listening. I found it the other day, and I was listening to it, and that's why I hit them up. And, yeah, and they were just right on board to come down and, and play a show. So that that worked in our favor. So here's the interview. And then we'll be back with the topic okay. of the week. So we're here with Chemical X. Please introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Martin. I play the drums. I'm Eddie. I do vocals. My name is Fernando Padron, and I play guitar. My name is not Rory, and I'm not here. Oh, my name is Jux, though. The oh. homie Jux is filling in for bass. Rory yep. couldn't be here because... He eats ass. He eats ass. He eats so much ass. All right. Now, you guys are from Fullerton, right? Yeah. Yeah. So talk to me about the OC scene. What's that like? Well, the OC scene, um, it's, yeah, it's a pretty big one compared to other scenes in Southern California, but it's like, it's something that's very new. Yeah, like, it's pretty new. It's a, it's, Everyone, it's a bunch of younger heads yeah. in the OC scene right now. Um, I feel like we're a little more unified this time around. Like, uh, every time OC bands fucking play shows together, it's fucking crazy out there. Um, I feel like uh, a lot of people could see that through the videos and shit, especially uh, 
the homie Rake on Instagram catches a lot of this shit. You could see, you could see how crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to, shout the homie out to Rake. 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 <laughs> but um, um, as a band, what are your biggest influences? We have only two influences, and it's Cro-Mags and Rotting Out. Nice. You have only two. And the Gorilla Biscuits. Nice. Cool, cool. I could hear a little bit of that. Okay. Now, um, you guys mentioned that, that you know you prefer to play more along to all ages crowds and stuff like that. Yeah, that, definitely. That's one of the reasons why you also avoid some venues. So, okay, can you just speak more on that? Um, it's just you know like uh, venues. Not playing all ages show is is lame because I'll huge uh portion of our fan base is under 18 and when they can't have fun with us then that's fucking lame and i feel like a bunch of the older heads don't move around as much they just stand they just, there and watch or a bunch of wallflowers so yeah. they sit make, there and get drunk and they hate themselves they yeah yeah and they start yeah, they fights start, holy fuck all the old heads start fights it's it's bullshit especially in orange county when like a fight starts in orange county scene it's it's one of the older heads for sure yeah um okay. so how how many eps do you guys have out there now we have one right now um we've had multiple demos in the past but yeah. we've kind of tried to erase them because we're not very proud of them <laughs> <laughs> so we have one ep right now came out this year and we're looking to re-record our old stuff so we can re-release it people can jam out to it shout out shout out to madison from fury Watch. He's a god. He, he's the one who recorded our uh, our latest EP at uh, Paradise Studios in Anaheim. It's he's he's helping a lot of artists out. Yeah, I feel he's, um, he's, he's also, cool as fuck too. He's recorded a lot of bands over there. Like uh, I believe Locke recorded there. Mm-hmm. Not sure. Fury recorded there. Restraint. Wise. Wise. It's 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 a pretty cool little uh, independent hardcore label. Yeah, I like what he's doing. Right. So um, there's a lot of subgenres in music, especially punk. Um, what do you guys consider? What do you think about subgenres or labels and all that? And what do you consider yourselves, if anything? I mean, I think we consider ourselves just hardcore. I think in punk, there's really just that, just punk and hardcore. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very black and white. Yeah, we consider ourselves just hardcore. It's it's really easy to fit into like basic like I don't know like drunk punk. But right? I mean, how do you feel about all these like different punk? You know, like oh, it's crust punk, and now I feel like it's it's uh, music, man. ultra violence. Like, you know, but the labels like though, do you know like, what I mean? Like okay, like the homies, Capital Wasteland, which is the homies yeah. Jugs band. You, you cannot fit I them. Guess. Like we call them supercore just because. They're, like, they're just a mixture of a bunch of badass shit. You can't label them punk. Well, I guess you could label them punk, but you can't say they're like crust or hardcore or anything, you know? Like, they just make rad fucking music. So. I, I feel like what's those subgenres, what separates the people is how they smell. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of them smell really, really bad. The whole, the whole dividing, like, subgenres, I think people take it too to heart. And then they start clicking up, and then like, it's it's like we're all we're all punks, you know, like we're we're the outcasts. Mm-hmm. And then 
we're fucking trying to like click away from each other which doesn't make sense to me you know we should it should be all about unity and we should all support each other and not like just a bunch of like uh, the D-beat people only hang out with the D-beat people the hardcore kids only hang out with the hardcore kids the and street punks friends. only hang out with the street punks you know like why does it have to it shouldn't be like that you know yeah the worst right. thing I think you can do is is start a band thinking you want to be a certain genre like like don't put yourself in that mentality or you know you're gonna have really bland music <laughs> now what are some of these themes that you have like some of the songs like that you recorded today was like white walls go ninja go like tsp what are some of the themes that come across in your music well white walls and tsp is is a lot about stuff we've seen growing up in the ghetto and areas around it i suppose just like a lot of white walls is mostly about people always trying to prove themselves through gang violence stuff like that you know they'll be quick to pull a gun or something because they think that's what's going to make them tough and it's like that's not what it's about like that's a coward you know someone who's not down to, to fight for reals if you're going to fight like don't be pulling out guns yeah and yeah tsp is just it's just you know us it's like a song about us going around doing what we do and where we come from a lot of the early shit was just an homage to us kicking it and what we do uh some of the newer stuff i guess we got a little more um i guess social issues to talk about like we have a song called cop locked where it's obviously it's, an, social an, issue. it's, it's an anti-police song you know we don't we don't fuck around we don't fuck around in ways that harm other people and you know we're getting pulled over for bullshit like just the color of our skin or some shit like right. the, or the way we dress you know um but other than that, the songs could be about whatever. We don't really have a message. We're just we're just playing music. Um. Well, personally, I I wrote White Walls when uh, they actually took my brother in, and uh, I don't know, Eddie just kind of filled in on it, and I I just think it just it just became this really badass song. It's fun as fuck to play. Yeah, I I think I think. For each individual member, the band and the songs mean something different. Yeah. And we're back. Um, that was the Chemical X interview. Yes, that was the Chemical X interview. Um, now, for this week, we're going to be talking about music, urban, legend, folklore, um, <laughs> right <laughs> yeah but then why is it music urban folklore like legend like you can well, say well, urban you legend say? and that that's it but yeah so whatever urban legends so what are some of the ones that you guys have heard well that made you think of this topic like discuss i've heard something about um like led zeppelin and like a, an orgy a sex orgy that included a shark or something but I've never gotten the details on that. Like, I just, I've heard more about it. Do you know the it. details? No. Never heard of that until today. Okay. So, according to Rolling Stone, the legend goes that uh, the manager walks into the room, you know, and supposedly there's, like, this red hair, uh, red-headed ginger girl that's there tied to the bed all naked and that they're shoving pieces of the fucking, like, fish into her vagina and ass. Whoa! Whoa. So that's the mud shark story. Is it true? 
but I don't know. According to this, there's been different versions of it. Um, one is that they just spanked her with it. Other says that uh, some other bands have actually claimed that they did. I don't know who the fuck would claim that. Like mm. it wasn't Led Zeppelin. It was us who shoved fucking a dead fish into Limp- a Limp- biscuit. Yeah, oh <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, who the fuck? Like, yeah, it was us, you know? Like, yeah, she wanted that fish in her ass. She told us, you know, like, kind of bullshit. But, uh, yeah, so I guess the story always keeps circulating around. But, yeah, so it's that kind of urban legend. Oh, my goodness. Why would you, like, do that? Do that. <laughs> or why It would- had to be something just really, like, dumb. But someone was just like, yeah, and then they shoved it up. You know, like, it had to be just some little thing, but, like, as it w- But as going, a band, why wouldn't you come out and say, like, this... Because it's good the pu- fucking, publicity. Is it 1970s? Yeah. Publicity that you shoved the fucking fish up a girl's cooter? Like... But it's just like, oh, is it true? I don't know. Maybe, and maybe the rumor just, just spiraled out of control so much. It's like, they're just like yeah. fuck it. Because yeah. I remember once when I was a little kiddo and I was reading Circus Magazine. No. So and I was reading in Circus Magazine. It wasn't mine. I wouldn't buy that garbage. But I was reading it. And then, um, like, suppose there was a story of this writer. Like, and I was, I was backstage at the Marilyn Manson concert. There was this poor, uh, I think he even used the word retarded or something like that. Uh, girl and they were shoving hot dogs up her vagina and it's kind of like dude you're describing like fucking rape and assault you know but he made it seem like oh they're so wild backstage you know but it's like I don't know that's how I feel about that let's up in the story speaking of Marilyn Manson <laughs> oh. um, I heard that he broke his rib so he could self fellatio self fellatio I mean have you guys heard anything about that? I've heard that, but that he just like he just learned not that he broke his ribs, but that he just learned how to stretch enough where he could do it. Yeah, I mean like could But how did that come about? Like did he admit to it? Or? No, I don't think so. Like I'm pretty I'm pretty sure at one point he was like stop it cuz I think they did ask him. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm like could you actually accomplish that task if you remove ribs? There's, there's, I'm asking for a friend. Like, there's a video on Facebook of somebody doing it. Well, what sucking their own dick? I think every teenage I think boy it has tried to be at like, one point or another. It probably has life. to be long enough. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a thing. And I think I think that's why a lot of people don't succeed because I, I honestly think that like every fucking like young teenage boy tries it at one <laughs> point or another. But your dick is still too small back then, you know? So it's just like, you can't do Don't it. try this at home, kids. Yeah, I think you have to try it once you're like in your early 20s. <laughs> before you put on weight. You know, oh like, my god. I don't know. Do lots of stretching beforehand. Determ- determination. Determination. There's this, there was this group um, back in, not back in the days. But when I was younger, this group came out with this really, like, hit, like, pop song. Um, they were called Los Ketchups. Mm-hmm. And they had the, the song. I don't remember the name of the song, but I think it was just called A Hey and A Ha. Something like that. But anyways. Also, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then, like, um, I remember seeing on the news, Noticias 34, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking about how I don't know if they were just talking about the band and my cousin was like oh this is a song 
that summons the devil, like supposedly, like that it was like a devil-related song, and if you played it backwards, like it actually like had a hidden message about worshiping Satan. Like I don't know. After that, I was so scared because I'm so superstitious. Like I was just like I couldn't I couldn't listen to that song ever again. Now I do sometimes just to be like, oh yeah. Was that that was around for so many records too? Do you think any of that is actually real? Or like what? You, you like play you backwards, play backwards and there's like some. No, I don't. I don't know if you read about the, the Judas Priest one. Like this kid killed himself because he heard a Judas Priest song. They took him to court. There's like a whole documentary about yeah. it. Was there something in there or not? No, no. So he was just he, high as shit. Yeah, like, I think that's what it is. Most yeah. people are fucking high as shit when they like. That play. kid is still alive too, but half his face is missing. Fuck. Yeah. It's, Dude, it's, what? Oh, it's a sereje. A sereje. Uh huh. Yeah, I got that one. I remember. I remember that one for some reason. But like. Oh yeah. I remember that one. Um. Do you remember that movie Little Nicky? Yeah, Adam yeah, Sandler. Yeah, it was the same thing. It was on there. It's all like, so this the oh uh, the blood of the innocent. Yeah, and whatever. Like, no, that really is the Osman keeps it, but then he puts on the Chicago record or something. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking like <laughs> that was dope. Okay, so true or false? Um, false. False. I would say false too. I mean, I mean like. You can't get away with that. Like, people were just fucking yeah, up their There's records. that Judas Priest kid now. Uh, we'll no, that it, picture it, it is. Yeah. Wait, what do you do? No, oh, like, he heard a Judas Priest song, so he tried to blow his head off with a shotgun, but he survived. That's how like does a shotgun do that? Like, because yeah. the fuck is shotgun, bro? It'll no, but like off. that. There's a reason well, Kirk Cobain yeah, had to be cremated. Be fuck. <laughs> Okay, okay, so yeah, I got another one. respect her. Okay, so this one is from some uh, website, ultimateclassicrock.com, and they have gruesome rock legends. So this one is, Stevie Nicks is another rock performer who has repeatedly admitted her past drug use, specifically cocaine. She loved the cocaina. So, but a persistent legend holds that the singer developed such a high tolerance for coke that she could only get high by ingesting it directly through her rectum and asshole for those of us that are high school dropouts in order to obtain the purest dose so a rumor that has followed her around so much so so oh and rod stewart bragged about doing doing it in his memoir so i guess rod stewart was all about putting the coke in his asshole but stevie nicks claims she doesn't do you guys think that's true or not true i don't think that's true but I mean, people because, drink alcohol through their asshole. But, the, but shit go, the, but your butt is so everything comes out. That's all stuff can go in. I mean, unless you know you're into that, that's fine. <laughs> but like, that's what I mean. Like, poop goes out of there. Not that stuff goes in there, right? You don't eat through your but, but butt. I mean, then, then why do people drink alcohol through their butt? Because they're dumb. That doesn't do anything. More, yes, it does. That doesn't do anything except flush out whatever in you once you no, go back. No bullshit. There was like this whole thing, like a bunch of people were being taken to the emergency room for alcohol poisoning, because like it provides like a direct pathway to your bloodstream. It's like if you were like shooting it up. What you do, Tommy? Oh, doc, I should <laughs> I drank alcohol up my ass. Well, he was butt chugging. <laughs> butt chugging. <laughs> I didn't know what butt chugging was, <laughs> but then it's like now it all makes sense, you know. I stuck the Jack Daniels straight up. I didn't have any chasers. 
But to me, it's like, I don't know. You how don't need you chasers where you're putting that bottle. To me, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't sound, to me, that just sounds like, like, that's some, that's some, like, bullshit right there. That is some bippity pop. But I mean, Rod Stewart claimed he did it. Who knows? So, I mean, was but just w- like, hey, was it any what? difference? Was he able to verify it was any difference between exactly, snorting it or well, putting it up his ass? Just say he said it in his memoir, <laughs> which makes me want to read his fucking memoir. You know, but I'm just like, I don't know. I think she did it. It would be kind of, I mean, that's kind of, dude, if you have to fucking literally like grab a fucking eight ball of cocaine and fucking sh- like stick your own finger in your ass, like, I, th- I think that's hitting rock bottom on drug so. use right there. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think so? Yeah, I don't Is think it just so. Cause you li- I like Stevie Nicks too, but I, I, I can see it. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if I, I like. I like her, but I don't think I like that mu- like her that much. Where I'm like, I'll do anything to defend her honor. Like I'm just like, no, that just sounds. That just sounds too. I don't know. She did it. I don't know. I don't know either. I think it's false. Nah, it's true. <laughs> All right, I guess because you're the expert here. This this week's show is brought to you by Crackhead on Wheels, the neighborhood watch that is just watching all the time. That doesn't make sense, though. Because I have like a lot of like, <laughs> oh, who's up at two in the morning fucking riding bikes through the neighborhood? So, and what do we got coming up these next weeks? We have something important. Yes, we do. On July 1st at... July 1st, 1st, 1st. We have the Monster Mingle. Yes. At... First Street Pool and Billiards. It's right off the goal line. You get off on Mariachi Plaza. You walk one block east, and it's right there across the street. You can't miss it. Cannot. Absolutely. Not today. So go, and oh, you can dress up as well. Like, if you feel like dressing up, and no excuses, because I swear, I don't know how many posts I've seen since... Like, when it's June and you're already planning for Halloween. So, don't give me none of that shit, bitch, that yeah. you don't want to dress up. Are you going to be mad if nobody dresses up? Nah. I'll just be like, whatever, guys. At least you paid that extra. I, I just feel bad $2. for only two people fucking dress up. And yeah. it's kind of like... I'll dress up. It's okay. But this Hollywood don't matter. You dress up however you want. But, uh, yeah, so it's $5 at the door. If you decide to wear a costume, it's $3. So there you go. Okay. Your lazy ass doesn't want to dress up. You're paying $5. <laughs> and we also got another event coming up that we should promote um, on July 8th. It's something different. It's something a little bit more chilled out. Indeed. Yes. But uh, the juggernaut from Northeast LA, I think that's where she's from. Uh, Irene Diaz is going to be headlining a bill that also has Nicolette Nicolette Smith and my favorite that I'm dying to see again Maria Blues which is more like a light ska sounding (laughs) but yeah so come down to the July 8th show there's actually tickets that are being sold through the Normandy Records website 
if it's normandyrecords.com and they're 10 bucks so come out july 1st monster mingle july 8th we got at the harvard yard irene diaz nicolette smith and maria blues um july 1st is gonna be tons of vendors that are gonna be there as well selling all your punk rock rockabilly and just east of the river accessories that you need um so we got that dj week sauce is gonna be there as well we're doing something weird on july 1st with joshua bones right yes I've never seen Joshua Bones, but I'm excited to hear what all that's about. And then, um, so yeah, and July 8th, by TakeSummerDirectors.com. Thank you so much for listening to our loyal followers that we've actually gained. Uh, subscribe. For those of you that haven't subscribed, if you have subscribed on iTunes, give us a review. Like the Facebook page. Um, and yeah. Um, so you guys mentioned you're playing a show later today. Oh, yeah. Can you give yeah. me some details about that? We're playing at a Mediterranean spot. We've never been there yeah. before. Oh, and yeah. we're bringing 
I guess Orange County to Ontario. Yeah. They're gonna have some nice. pretty delicious food. Yeah. We, uh, we got the homies. Got uh, the restraint homies. playing. Shout out to Restraint. Moid uh, the boy. Prop X. They're they're brand new. You guys should check them Upcoming, out too. Upcoming Prop X is tight. Uh, uh, it's a pretty good bill. Um, Relevant Angers on there. Check them out. They're they're all pretty much hardcore. It's a hardcore bill, you know. A lot of beatdowns. A lot of. It's still fast though. A lot it's gonna fre- be fun. <laughs> a lot of fresh kicks. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Nike Air Maxes and windbreakers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. One of my last questions. What's the best thing you've stolen? What's the best thing we've stolen? Yeah. Oh my god. I Without never... giving away and having cops come down to your we next show. We've stolen so much shit. Yeah. Honestly. Oh. I, I stole a, a longboard from Zoomies. I don't, know, I don't know how the fuck I got away with that, but that's why they put them in the back now. <laughs> yeah, us nice. being from the ghetto and stuff, sometimes we'd wander into other neighborhoods and just take whatever we see. I've taken skateboards, I've taken guitars, I've taken... I don't even know. What we, if we don't like you, we'll, fuck it. we'll steal from you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> As we check around the room. Oh, shit. Hey, you guys are cool. You guys are cool. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you guys made us sound tight. Yeah. You guys are cool. You're cool. Thanks. Like, iPods, like <laughs> everything you name. Like, oh. like, yeah. I, I, I grew up poor, so like in order to be, you know, fit in, I would have to steal my way into, you know, being normal. Yeah, it's like just, just ask your dad for another one or your mom. Yeah. You know, you know they yeah. got you. Like I, I, I went to, well, I guess we all went to pretty uh, rich white dominant schools, and we grew up in like the more ghetto sides of uh, the city, and you know watching all these kids have have all these nice things, and then you get made fun of if you don't have them, you know. So sometimes you just make do, and we steal shit. <laughs> Honestly, I've I've stolen I. I've stolen a lot of shit. I couldn't even put a, a dollar amount. Like, I probably haven't worked. Uh, what's the stupidest thing you've stolen? Like? The stupidest, stupidest thing I've stolen? Like, I had a homeboy who used to steal water from work. Water from work? <laughs> um, used to take I a guess. Whole gallon I, I used to. I used. Um, at one of my jobs, obviously, I'm not going to say which one. Uh, I worked in the back, and in the back, they would have. Um, they would like keep the the inventory like drinks and shit so it'd be like Gatorades and like sodas and shit and i would work in the back in the shoe department like tagging shoes and stuff and i uh, like this is a walmart i, or I would i would always i would always uh, just uh grab a drink whenever i would feel like it what <laughs> yeah what was this oh i i stole this big ass gorilla from la when i was wandering in a complex and my friend was trying to find weed we were just trying to find some like some nice or good Samaritans that would that would help him out, and uh, it was this big ass gorilla. We actually gave it out at one of our shows. Um, we gave him the name Harambe. <laughs> I know he's irrelevant now, but it's still a fucking big ass. We never forget, dog. Yeah, never, never forget. forget. Yeah. Legends never um, die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's what's the stupidest thing you've stolen? Me. Who? I'm looking at you. Me? Yeah. I don't know. Stupidest yeah. thing where you can. I, I lately I haven't been much of a stealer. I've gotten yeah. my own money, but I don't know. I got a drawer full like five iPhones that I can't use because they're all cloud blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that because he gave me one like like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, I still we'll, have it and I can't unlock it. We'll we'll figure it out. We're getting closer. Yeah. You have any last questions? Yeah. Um. So what's next for Chemical X? Um. I so guess any upcoming shows, festivals. We have 
We've just been saying yes to all Yeah, of we that. say yes to almost every show that comes out our way. We honestly we play like almost every weekend. It's usually in Orange County or weekdays now too, right? Yeah, well sometimes weekdays we get uh we play shows like at Program Skate Shop or Shout out to Program. Uh we played at the Continental Room in Fullerton. That was interesting. That was an interesting nice. show. Yeah. But yeah, mostly we're just looking maybe to get backed by a label and re-record some of our old shit, re-release it. And then leave the label and then just create our own label. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Maybe, yeah, we were thinking about creating our you own label in Orange County. They're just ideas. I'll edit that out. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll leave a label after we get to a label. <laughs> but, um, okay. Uh, where can people find you? How can people get in contact with you? Um, You can catch us on Facebook. We actually... It's been forever since uh, we've posted anything on Facebook. Uh, it seems like Instagram's where it's at right now. So uh, yeah, Instagram at official Chemical X on yeah, Instagram. All the OGs are still on yeah. Facebook. Uh, Facebook, you can. MySpace. Um, it's <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash Chemical X seven one four. You can catch our uh, EP for free. Uh, Chemical X seven one four dot Bandcamp dot com. We're on YouTube too. If you search hard enough, you could find our old shit, which uh, I think you, you what you've heard. Yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. Spotify, iTunes. Uh, YouTube. Spotify, iTunes, and all that is. Uh, I'm working on that. I actually, I have no idea how to. I know how. I'll tell you. How I'll, I'll do, do it that, tonight. But I wanna. I got you. Looking forward to that for sure. Yeah. Um, in Fullerton, just just come and kick it, and like, you, you can listen to this shit for free. Yeah, that's pretty much. You get smoked yeah. out fat by Martin. True, right. that's very true. All right, well, thank you guys for coming in and yeah, recording thanks. and like making that shit sound tight, making the podcast sound tight. Uh, thank you guys, man. Yeah, no, thank All you. All right.